MoneyWeb now on the money. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Chatting with Craig Antoni, he's CIO at Anbro Capital Investments. Craig, appreciate the time today. After the, the bear market in 2022 in the NASDAQ, uh, this year the NASDAQ 100 returns really reminded us that bear markets don't last long, even if they feel really crushing at the time. Hi, Simon, and hi to the listeners. Thanks again for, for having me. Yes, you know, it's a point well made. You know, And I'll just add that you know, for clients and investors, and I guess even sort of passive market onlookers, there are several truths in investing that are always worth remembering and worth mm. reminding ourselves of. And the first is that, you know, markets generally rise between 70 and 75% of the time. Yeah. You know, so the trend over the long run is, is certainly up. You know, over shorter time frames, it can get quite hairy, like we saw last year and, and on many occasions before that. But you know, this this leads to the second point, really, which is because the trend is up, you know, one should never really sell when things are down. And mm-hmm. invariably, you know, because things do recover, you know, most money is made in the down markets, not in the up markets. You know, those that are disciplined and, and keep adding and investing during the down years set themselves up really for, you know, for great returns going forward. And maybe the last point I'd make on that is just that, you know, it's always worth remembering that I guess in the very short term, you know, the price is always determined by things like emotion. You know, what we see in the press, what we hear on yeah. on the radio, when they're reading the paper, etc. But over the long term, ultimately, share prices are, you know, determined by how companies are doing, you know, and, and whether they're delivering value for customers and shareholders and, and stakeholders in general. Now, it, it comes back to, are they quality? But I take your point. In the short term, craziness can prevail. Tech's largely been the Magnificent Seven this year, and, and that that has been AI. It, it's just over a year that ChatGPT uh, launched. Google's just launched their Gemini response to ChatGTP. AI really is a game changer, and it's going to be in time. It's going to be everywhere, and, and tech's going to be that underpin to it. Definitely. And I think, you know, one of the important things about, you know, technology and, and why we find the, you know, the space so interesting and so attractive is that, you know, one of the reasons why you invest in technology is to use it for lowering costs and improving mm. efficiency, that sort of thing. And AI really fits right into that wheelhouse. If you think about it, you know, companies are going to be using this technology to, to hopefully make things better, you know, for their businesses, for their customers and you know, again, for stakeholders in general. Now, of course, there's been many ways to play this. I mean, the most obvious and largest beneficiary so far in this early sort of rocketing sort of theme, if you like, has been the semiconductor space. And NVIDIA in particular has been the clear market leader there. At this point, I suppose we're still waiting to see, you know, how this is going to reach out into you know various other parts of the economy and sectors etc but but i can be sure that there'll be you know lots of opportunity to profit from this theme over the years and i think it's probably going to be a you know a very very big and long-lasting trend i've almost got the view and i want to run it past you because maybe i'm crazy and you can shoot me down if if we go all the way back the sort of the first big step was computers the personal computer where suddenly uh, private individuals could get a computer and, and back in the 70s 80s even 90s they, they weren't cheap and we couldn't all get them but but now 
Most of us have a computer in our pocket. Uh, the internet came along in the 90s, uh, sort of matured in the, in, in the early 2000s, and, and now is just a, a, it's just ubiquitous in our life. Is AI sort of the, the next internet in a sense? And in the early days, we sit here now, and we can't quite see it. But in 10 years' time, is it just going to be sort of everywhere much like computers and internet? I think it likely is, Simon. You know, it's, it's going to be one of those things where you might not always see it, obviously, in action, but it's always going to be happening in the background. You know, whether it's ways to improve your life, um, you know, people are already using it, for example, to help them best plan a holiday. Mm. You know, what's the, the best way to travel from A to B and, and see everything in between? And, you know, AR steps in and helps with that. Um, it also very much helps people understand things in ways which are not easily understandable. You know, so if we view someone that's trying to learn about a, an industry or a, a skill that you're not immediately familiar with, you know, putting your question into something like ChatGPT, you know, and getting an answer in a in a way which helps you understand it is is going to help considerably. So I think, you know, the, the important thing, I guess, is to just realize, you know, where the money is to be made here. And I think that's the difference. You know, companies like, say, Microsoft and Google and, and Amazon and, you know, all these big businesses are spending fortunes of money on developing the AR products and platforms. Um, the question is, you know, how do they monetize that and how do they make money out mm-hmm. of this? Or is it going to be something like, and, and an investment you have to make and something you have to have in order to remain relevant. You know, so in that case, you know, where's the money made? And that's why I think people are looking at like the picks and shovel start businesses at the moment, like NVIDIA and, and then the other semis. But certainly I think this is going to be something that's going to become, to your point, just something we use all the time, you know, whether we know it or not. And it's really changing the face of, of I think, you know, investing the world and, and how we interact in it. Yeah, I, I remember about a decade ago, it was, you know, could Facebook make money on mobile and, and the jury was out? And well, the answer is they absolutely could. Um, I, I want to change tack slightly. Microsoft, such an Adela, who, who, who really has, I mean, he's turned around a sleeping giant in his nine years as CEO. You talk a lot about the importance of CEOs, often founders. In this case, he wasn't a founder, but, but the right person at the top of a business, any business, but tech in this case, it really matters. Certainly. I think, you know, the right leader is vital in any endeavor, Simon, as you know, you know, especially in investing, because, you know, as shareholders, you're entrusting your savings to the people that manage, you know, these companies. Now, Microsoft was, you know, a business with enormous opportunity, but not necessarily being run to its full potential. And although, you know, he wasn't the founder of Microsoft, I think since becoming the CEO, he's really almost entrenched a a thinking in Microsoft that we very often see, you know, with founders. You know, Microsoft's become far more entrepreneurial, far more growth-orientated. Mm. You know, although it's like a massive behemoth business, it's sort of floating around like a, a butterfly and singing like a bee, you know, to take that old um, mm-hmm. that old quote. And I think, you know, this is what really has changed the face of Microsoft, is you now they've had this massive business which generates an enormous amount of cash flow, and now they've been able to use that cash flow to look at other verticals to grow. You know, and I think since Nadella's taken control, I mean, Microsoft's share price has gone up by over 1,100%, you know, which is an incredible feat. And that's just showing you how, you know, the right person at the at the helm can make such a such a difference. And he certainly has been has been the right person.
Yeah, and I, and I think under Steve Ballmer, and, and not to diss him, but just to give the comparison, I think the share price probably did close to nothing. Quick last question. AI is all the hype. We've been talking about it today. It's the Magnificent Seven. But there's actually a lot else happening in the tech space, and, and tech broadly as a, as a, as a sector uh, continues to boom and continues to offer huge opportunity for investors. Definitely. I think, you know, one of the themes that, you know, we look for as, you know, as an investor in the technology space is clearly, you know, the sorts of businesses that are going out there and solving problems for people, you know, and invariably a lot of that solution comes with a a technology underpin, you know, and once you solve a problem and, you know, and you solve a headache for a customer um, or a client or a, you know, a consumer, you know, that sort of customer consumer or client is likely to stick with you for a long time you know if you if you're meeting their needs and, and tech falls into that space i think there's been a very big change this year you know after the very hard last year that tech companies have had there's been a, a shift in in the way investors have thought about the space you know, there's been a lot more money being sent to companies that have spent time in taking a hard look at their business making sure They've made the tough choices, you know, whether it comes to cut costs and waste and improve operating metrics and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, with interest rates where they are, obviously investors can be far more discerning now and they're looking for, you know, what is probably higher quality, you know, more visible winners in the space. So, you know, there's been a lot of positives this year, but there have also been a few negatives, you know, solar companies, you know, solar clean energy mm-hmm. technology, for example. Has battled this year. Um, another space that's battled, ironically, has been you know Chinese tech. They've been yeah. under the push this year in a, in a very big way. I mean, the equivalent of the Mag Seven, you know, in China, is actually down almost twenty percent this year. And in some cases, some of the names there are off by over fifty percent. You know, so there's definitely been a a focus on quality and size this year. Um, but to your point, uh, you know, you made a, a second or so ago, it's just that, you know, the opportunity is immense. And we're quite excited looking forward because we think there's um, you know, a vast amount still out there to, you know, to take advantage of. We'll leave it there, Craig and Tony, CIO, Anbro Capital Investments. Always appreciate the insights. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.